Well, it is about that time for Ready, Set, Real Estate, and I am so ecstatic. I'm so pumped about today's guest, not only is someone that I personally know, and it looks like we are on traveling ventures today, but I would, I would bet that that is the life and the life and times of an entrepreneurian. So he will tell us more about that. Jamar Johnson, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lisa. Absolutely. I am so happy to have you and make this work for today. So this is really, really awesome. And I want to take a moment, of course, to make sure we thank our sponsors who make this possible. And again, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time and are new to the show, Ready, Set, Real Estate is our channel, our platform to support Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, which is our nonprofit. And it is through our sponsors and uh, the, the love that we get from our sponsors to, that make this possible show. So we want to just thank Thelonious C. Jones, the realist, real estate investor you will know. And he is author of What the Real Estate Gurus Don't Tell You. Again, What the Real Estate Gurus Don't Tell You. And he has taken his experience. He has taken the money he has invested in the seminars and the how-tos and put it in a content for you, all in a book. And that's what's really amazing about this is, again, thank you to Thelonious C. Jones, getting lots of love. And uh, it's really nice because today's show, I'm actually broadcasting from Atlanta. So, Theo, I'm coming to see you today. <laughs> so, Jamar. Yes. Jamar. Oh, my goodness. Let us know. Well, first off, where are you right now? Because I know we were both traveling, which is really awesome. Where are you now and where are you originally from? And just kind of share with people a little bit about where you're from. Uh, I know that has such a loaded story, but I definitely want people to hear it. No, absolutely. My pleasure. So I'm actually in New York City right now, staying at my mother's three bedroom flat here in the Upper East Side. I'm from New York City, born and raised. So I'm actually visiting my mother, my grandmother. Uh, Easter weekend just happened, uh, as well as uh, expanding some of my business ventures with uh, folks that I know out here in the tri-state area. I currently live in the Los Angeles area. Uh, but before that, I spent 14 years in the military. So I traveled all around the Pacific and in about seven different states here in America. Oh, my goodness. See that? That's loaded. That yeah, is so loaded. loaded. And it's so loaded. loaded to say very easy. Um, and I, I could only imagine that 14 years probably didn't feel like 14 years or maybe it did. No, it didn't. It, didn't. <laughs> it, 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 felt, it, went, it went by very quick. We were very busy uh, in the military, but busy not building wealth. Is the main thing. So I, mm. I spent a lot of time building, uh, building wealth within my mind. So ah. that I could be ready once I got out of the military. You mean ready, set, real estate? No. <laughs> ready, set, real estate. Exactly. Real estate, real estate was actually a, the, the first avenue that I even considered in terms of building wealth. Mm. Uh, my best friend, Sean, we both went to Auburn University in Alabama, of all places. He was from Georgia. 
Uh, so when we both became commissioned officers, he was stationed in Virginia and I was I went to Japan. I volunteered to go be at the tip of the spear for the U.S. Navy. Wow. Um, during that first year, he managed to buy and flip two homes and profit uh, after expenses one hundred and twenty thousand mm. um, dollars. So from that experience, um, he sent me a book in the in the mail called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And so my, that was my first, you know, real kind of envoy into what, how wealth was created in America. Right. And uh, that was that that was the foundational thoughts behind my my desires to be an entrepreneur, which is simply an entrepreneur who happens to be extremely funny. I love it. Yeah, wonderful, because I couldn't yeah. wait. And that's on your social media. And I was like, I've yeah. never me. I've never. Yeah. And it's just like you with Ready Set Real Estate. You got to have some branding. You got to have some trademarks. You know, you got to create some some new paradigms. New paradigms, and that's exactly what we're doing. And this is why I wanted to make sure that people get connected in hearing your story and learning more about what you do. Because again, one of the things that you pointed out was building wealth in your mind. Um, yes. And you mentioned about the book, and then. You and I connected really on another show, which was pretty awesome. And mm -hmm. we were able to stay connected. And this is why I share with people connect, build and share, because it's your network equals your net worth. Absolutely. <laughs> and share with us a little bit about now what's happening in terms of comedy and I want people to be able to get stay connected with you as well so at the end we'll make sure you get you plug what's coming up next and what's new and give people an opportunity to learn and keep up because you're doing some amazing things from uh, your altruistic efforts and you have a serving heart so you taking your your background in having serving this country and really doing groundwork you're a foot soldier here now and so I commend you I love you brother I love you for that thank you thank you thank you and so share with us in terms of um, the venues you work now and what's that like in terms of the comedy world. And because I, I imagine it's like production, what I see you do, it, it seems like production. Absolutely. Yeah. So which one of the six questions do you want me to answer first? <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'll just get right into it. So let's start with the service side. So yeah, I served in the military for 14 years. Um, before that, I worked at a nonprofit. So I always had a connection to nonprofit work. When I was 18, in fact, I helped raise a million dollars for the Facing History in Ourselves nonprofit organization, which was about education to help kids understand the importance of questioning authority so mm -hmm. that we can prevent things that happened like in Nazi Germany, for example. So at 18, actually on my 18th birthday, I spoke at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. I'll send you that link uh, so you can share it with the folks and gave like a five minute presentation. So that was kind of the, my beginning into, you know, being on stage in front of people. And I loved it, uh, but I decided to join the military. And after the military, while, while in the military, I did a lot of community service relations. I was a community service relations officer on my ship. So I would go to different countries. I would find ways to kind of get my guys engaged in what was happening in those communities and not simply coming to vacation and party. Um, so, that, so that's always been a part of me. A few years ago, I read a book called The Go-Giver, which, which, uh, which was a new paradigm in terms of how do you sell things effectively. Mm. And one of the ways you do that is by giving so much value into the lives of others 
that you are the, the top of mind when they when there's something that you're that you're connected to comes up you become their top of mind because you've given so much value to them in the past um but with that you also have to have some compassionate compassionate detachment because the the giving and the receiving does the receiving doesn't always come from the same direction that you gave right right receiving comes right. from different directions so be right. aware of that and uh so with that Rapping, connecting that with comedy, uh, about 12, almost 13 years ago, I saw my first ever comedy show in Boston at a place called The Improv, Faneuil Hall up there. Yeah. About 700 people, you know, sitting back to back, arms in arms. And it was one of 10 sold out shows that weekend. And so I did the math and I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is show business, emphasis on the business part. So the comedians who got me involved in the game was uh, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, Eddie Murphy's brother, um, mm. Donnell Rawlings, uh, Kyle Grooms, and Bill Burr. Wow. So comedians that are well known today. So that right. was kind of like my intro. And fast forward from the time from 2005, five years later, I did get to open up for Charlie Murphy at Caroline's on Broadway in New York City. Amazing. So, yeah, so that was a great experience. But here's what I would say, because we're moving into a production age in which the 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 clubs and the establishments of today are are no longer the gatekeepers they once were. Mm. You have comedians who maybe are from small cities in the South right. and they are building their presence online. So they're building digital real estate. That's one thing I want to point out. Because you know, real estate is very important, right? We know that you want to be able to take things and make get tangible assets. But there is so much real estate online that is basically unlimited. Yes. And, and so if you, by building your digital real estate, that'll allow you to create the passive income to then get the actual physical real estate, which right. is ultimately gotta be the end goal because guess what? We're not making more land. There it no, is. It's a, it's a supply and demand thing. We're creating more people, but we're not creating more land. So having some physical real estate is, is definitely the destination. Um, but in terms of the comedy venues, you know, I've done all of the major clubs in L.A. and New York and uh, San Francisco. And what I would say is that because they are of the old guard, a lot of the comedians just pile up and wait in line to be mm -hmm. to have their, their moment in the sun. And I knew that that approach would not work for me because of starting comedy in the military and yeah. knowing that I had to create my own opportunities again. I did a lot of research. I read, I treated it like a business that it was serious. And I learned some alternative strategies to create stage time opportunities for myself, to produce my own shows, to be a person who brings people together because in that, that brings value to other people. And thus that makes you top of mind when they need someone to come to a show with them. They're thinking about the person who puts them on. Right. Oh man, that's, that's powerful. Yes. Yeah. Very powerful. Um, and so right now, I would say, so I produce, I produce shows here in New York. I produce shows in L.A. What I find, though, is that these clubs, you know, they're calcifying their connection points with the establishment, right? The, mm -hmm. the studio houses, the Netflixes. And so and if you're not represented by these major institutions, those clubs don't really give you a fair shake. And so for years, I would hear comedians complaining about not having a fair opportunity. And it's like, it's not a, it's not a meritocracy. 
You right. got to understand this is a business and those people have vested interests in those certain comedians advancing. And so your stage time is not of their importance. Mm. So it's your job as the performer to make yourself hot enough that you can get into that old establishment or make your own lane which I've been able to do for many, many years. You know, I know a lot of comedians who I get paid more. I get in one gig, I'll get paid more than they'll get the entire month. Wow. Because they're, because, and that's, that's comedians that are in the establishment. Because they, if, let's say at the comedy store, for example, they only get about $35 during the weekday, maybe mm-hmm. $75 on the weekend for a set, right? Wow. So they don't get paid a lot because there's a high demand, there's a high supply Right. Thus, the demand is lower. Thus, you can pay people less. So that, if, yeah. if, if you produce your own show and you get 50 people to come in and they all pay $10, well, that's $500. So right. long as you so long as you pay less than $400 for that venue, you walk away with $100 in profit, right? And so people, I understood that game very early on. And so what I'm hearing, and see, oh, look, what I'm hearing, again, is the prosumer. Yes. We're consuming what we are producing. Mm-hmm. You have positioned yourself in an ownership position. Yes. Right? That you're producing the shows. And yes, you're a comedian, but you figured out the game. And see, this is why I wanted to have you on because, regardless of what aspect of work, career, track you're in, you're in some aspect of real estate or some aspect of real estate is impacting your business. Absolutely. And how are you positioning yourself, right? For the advancement of your career. And I like what you said is putting on people. Are you mm-hmm. able to put, see, and then I saw this real boss moves is being able to put money in somebody else's pocket. Absolutely. That's boss moves, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So this for me is I'm learning. And so, And I remind my audience and the guests that Lisa goes into master student mode when I bring on my guests because they get to share. We get for for a snippet of the time. We get to hear some very powerful things. I like to call it real estate gems. And you just dropped a whole lot that when people view it on a replay again, I got more coming. I got got more coming. Yeah. Um, So so. So and I and I appreciate you going into the master student mode. I feel like I'm in student mode 95% of the day. Right. I'm in list I'm in listen mode. I'm I'm listening to podcasts, audiobooks, I'm reading blogs and blogs. And the gems are out there and it's just a matter of filtering through right. the information. Um I click on a lot of ads as a marketer, mm. right? And if you're in business for yourself, you are you are in marketing first and foremost. There it is. And and it's either the, the marketing you've already done is just leading to nonstop referrals or the marketing you're currently doing is leading to new clients. Right. Got to do one or the other. Um, but real quick, you know, you know, so one of the businesses that I'm in is I'm a licensed financial professional, right? Yes. I'm licensed in seven states to do financial services. And it's just always interesting because I'm always, I want to see, I'm always clicking to find out new marketing trends and ideas. And I recently clicked on a, Instagram ad that was Airbnb meets WeWork. I don't know if you know about Airbnb, but they are a multi valued at multi billions of dollars, but they own no real estate. They own right. no house, no apartments, right? Right. And you have WeWork, 
who owns tons of buildings, but they allow businesses to come in and rent space. Mm-hmm. And almost like a gym membership where you can have more people in the gym than actually can fit, but they're not all going to be there at once. Right. And so imagine these two models mesh together and you have a new company called Outsight. Now, Outsight, what they do is they buy homes in various locations. I think they have 12 locations right now. They buy homes. They make uh, they create single bedroom situations, but then the rest of the home is a co-working space. So you have the ability to travel to a place, network with other entrepreneurs, travelpreneurs, entrepreneurs, you name it, and create synergy while you're out on the move. Now, think about that, because right, Airbnb is occupying a huge space. Outside is going to occupy a niche space, right, because not many people are entrepreneurs. But there is another whole entire space out there for just high-end vacation rentals. Mm-hmm. that a lot of people maybe aren't tapping in yet. And there's a lot of real estate out there that is kind of laying vacant. And it's like, well, if you can approach those people, then you could become that broker in the middle of of, of managing that high-end luxury uh, rental where it, it makes sense for the person because if they're trying to sell the home until it's sold, they could still generate some revenue off of that. They'll generate revenue. That's absolutely true. And that model actually, there's actually a real estate company. And I had a past guest come on and talk about this new brokerage uh, that is innovating that. So anywhere in the country, like a gym membership, he has a key fob that will unlock an office for him wherever he is, because why his whole business platform is via what we're doing it's virtual so Mm. i don't need to pay into the brick and mortar yep because now i have a key fob that i can go on my app and see where's the nearest location to me Mm. Mm. what company is that and i wanted and i wanted to bring him on and this is what's nice because people say well oh you know oh but the person's a realtor or the person's this or the person's that or they're with this company in in my position, Jamar, and what I do, I'm I'm in a, a no-compete position. Absolutely. There's right? no competition for what you offer. Right. I'm in a non-compete, and I want people to hear. Plus, I get to learn the innovation, what's new. And mm-hmm. when you're bringing, when you're working from a platform and you're saying you're bringing the latest, the greatest, and the best in real estate news or people or content, You've got to be open to what's out there. And so that's that was something that I've been paying attention to. And it's an agent owned uh, company. And mm-hmm. I believe you can buy stocks and stuff like that. And it 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 is redesigning. It's disrupting our industry along mm-hmm. with other people that I connect with. That is changing models. Right. And I like that you said the word and thank you for arming with the phrase shifting paradigms. We mm-hmm. are in this moment, especially when we're looking at our generation and our demographic, which constantly, right? So I say prosumers, we are consuming what we produce, right? We make yep. these, we make the apps, we make the technology, we make, we create the literature, we create the curriculums, and we're using them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm so glad that you shared that because for people who are, again, when they're thinking in terms of real estate, and untapped markets, it's again, go beyond. And this is what Ready, Set Real Estate is honestly about. Jamar, I'm wanting to take the audience, the listener, the experience beyond agent, buyer, 
seller, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? People think home, oh, real estate, buying a home. No, so this much is more. how the world turns. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, yes. And so yes. one, of the, one of the things that I'm focused on now is, you know, really developing that laptop lifestyle in terms of being able to travel and work from anywhere, being licensed in seven states. Um, you know, I can work in all of those states, but I don't have to physically be there. You know, right. I could be in Hawaii and talking to someone in New York, for example. Yes. Yes. Let concerns. me know when you do the Hawaii trip. <laughs> I, I certainly, that's coming up very soon. I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking in May. I'm thinking in May I want to do a, a, a 14 day or a 21 day retreat, like a cleanse retreat. Right. And, uh, get, get the parasites out of the body cleanse myself from the lectins, all of these different things. Right. Because, you know, the first part, it's funny, I just watched an ad on LinkedIn uh, a few hours ago. It was, uh, it was a Transamerica ad, but it talked about how, how, how modern-day financial advisors spend that first appointment with the new clients, really talking more about how they want to spend their life and what's their health like. Because the reality is we're all going to live a lot longer than we used to think was even possible right and so it, the thing worse than death is a long life and running out of money you know which, which money to me is a tool that gives you options so basically absolutely. running out of money means running out of options in life absolutely um, money is a tool running money is a tool giving you options you guys taking notes taking notes and if you're catching us on a replay thank you thank you thank you again for tuning in to ready set real estate and we're on with Jamar John Johnson, entrepreneur. I see you said it many times. I'm saying it for for a first yeah, couple of yeah. times, so it gets uh -huh. tied up in my tongue. But you're shifting my paradigm, which now I can merge entrepreneur and comedian. Like you said, it just means that you're an entrepreneur. That's funny, yeah. and extremely you are, funny. <laughs> you are you are definitely extremely funny, and. I really enjoy w watching you. I actually, and I'm going to share this with you publicly because I we're connected on the gram and sometimes when we text or talk, but I like the moves that you're making and I highly respect the work that you're doing and just being able to bring people on. And I think you mentioned you are the connector and you definitely are that. So that's pretty awesome. We just want to keep this short, sweet and powerful. Because we okay. can go on and on because we're both sure. speakers and yeah. and we do this for fun yeah. and money. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I want to give people an opportunity to learn a little bit more about, um, you know, I, I, before I before I sign off, I actually just want to ask you this because I, I like giving added value. You've given tons of added value. What has been the added value for you in merging your knowledge, talents, gifts, and skills thus far? What has been the biggest reward? Well, the biggest reward for me has been just freeing up my time. Mm. Uh, you know, being in the military, your time is very regimented and scheduled. Uh, when I got out, one of the first things that I did is pursue was to get my real estate license in New York City. And I did had an experience selling in New York City for a year. And it was very, it was very, very time. It's been very chaotic. And so I was like, well, this doesn't really give me the control that I want. So right. as I moved to the West Coast, I worked a little bit with uh, a startup company doing some inside sales. Again, lots of money, no time. Uh, and so I looked at basically kind of outsourcing my skill set and figuring out 
who I could work work with as an affiliate or a partner instead of an employee. Mm. So that shift mm-hmm. from employee to mm-hmm. business owner yes. is what freed me, is what gave me the most time. And now I consider myself a day walker, you know, meaning I can go do daytime activities where most people have to be at work. And so that gives me freedom uh, to learn more things, freedom to implement more things, freedom to travel, freedom to keep my health in order. And so if anything, I would say that pursuing entrepreneurship for me was just worthwhile because I value my time more right. than I value the paycheck someone else is willing to give me. And the last thing I'll say on that is, you know, if someone's willing to pay you 100000 or even 200000 a year, how much are you actually worth? Mm. How much are you actually worth? And I like to feel like there's no price. There's no price. There's no <laughs> there's price. There's no price. Uh, because, and this goes hand in hand with the, my Tuesday show, Shifter Thinking, where I talk about the abundance comes from your mind, right? Mm-hmm. It is just infinite. Yes. And this is why I merge both of them is because it's a, real estate is a mindset. And you just, you just went... And said what I say all the time in a different way. You're talking about digital real estate. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother, a whole nother level. So I'm so happy we're expanding on the term and it's a power word, real estate. And this is what the show is about is arming people to feel comfortable and digesting it, interpreting it and being able to monetize it. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Jamar, how, what, so what's next and how do people get connected with you? What, what do you have going? So what's next is I'm going to be speaking at a conference called Digital Nomad back okay. here in New York City on the 18th of April. Okay. Check that out. It's sponsored by Outsight, which is the, like I said, the merger of Airbnb slash WeWork. That's going to be very exciting. I'm going to be expanding my network, looking for affiliate partners who would like to help me raise awareness to the issue affecting our senior citizens. Um, every single Every single day, 10,000 people turn 65, which also means that 10,000 people turn 70. And four out of those 10 people that turn 70 will lapse their life insurance policies. Hmm. So I work with a a hedge fund out of Texas that is looking to help people who are in need so I can help people actually use that asset that they didn't know was an asset that they just thought was a liability and liquidate that with a multiple so that they can enhance their, their ending days. So that's something I'm really passionate about. I'm going to be speaking to the folks at outside at the no, Digital Nomad Conference about that. And then yes. I'll be back in L.A. next week. So if anybody's around, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Jamar J. And that's Jamar J-A-M-A-R-R, like a pirate, R <laughs> Jamar J. And then uh, on Facebook, you can find me, uh, Facebook forward slash Jamar the Go-Giver. And those are, those would be the best ways to contact me. I'm very active on all platforms. So if you message me, I usually can get back to you within 24 hours. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Look at you. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing doing it. You're doing, doing it. I, I thank doing. you. I thank you again. I thank you for uh, blo- take, blocking out this time, especially because. My pleasure. You're deaf. You know, we're, we're, we, sh- we moved. We went from L.A. to now we're, I'm in the South. You're yeah. in the, It's pretty awesome because, again, this is what you called being able to leverage, Mm -hmm. leverage, right? Leverage technology. Yep. Leveraging digital real estate. I look forward to sharing this with you. Uh, I did a really awesome podcast a few weeks ago with a guy named Jeff Dolan. 
Okay. Called the Jeff, Jeff Dolan Diaries. And so ah. I'll, I'll send you the link to that as well. I got two things to send you, the link to that podcast and the link to my uh, speech when I was 18. I, and we definitely want that. Jamar, thank you again. Thank you, my thank pleasure. you, thank you so much. And for those you. of you who are looking for more raw and uncut content, please make sure you download the podcast, Ready, Set, Real Estate. We are available on podcasts everywhere. And we are out. We'll see you next week on Ready, Set, Real Estate.